you need a great opener like somehow we're adults do do we could record like, that like right some now some kind of like we could record that right oh, now everybody be quiet somehow we're adults <laughs> hey guys <laughs> we are right from the jump it's awkward <laughs> So today's podcast, Hello. we Hello. <laughs> the people Hello. from the internet. <laughs> Jesus, so awkward. I'm awkward. Get over it. I know. Uh, so the podcast topic for today is minimalism and how it changed our lives. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to start off by basically talking a little bit about how we got started in it because. At one point, this was like a super trendy. We were maximalists at one point. Yeah, but it also, I feel like minimalism went through one of those like trendy, like everyone was doing it kind of things. And we were hip with it. Yeah, we no. were. No, we're hip people. <laughs> <laughs> um. So this was when we started dating. Mm-hmm. So that was what 2016. Yep. We were both 19. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I used to be one of those people that would, like, shop at, like, if you remember Forever 21 and, like, mm-hmm. Charlie Ruse and yeah. all of those stores, like, I would be there every single weekend, like, Just shopping for new stuff. The mall. Yeah. Like, it was a regular activity for me. I forgot um, about that. Yeah. Like, that was a whole era. <laughs> yeah. Sephora, all that shit. Uh-huh. And yeah. no one steps in the mall anymore. It's, like, dead. Well, at least we don't. No. Kid, I, kids that were that are 19, I'm sure still are. We have come a long way. Yes, we have. So, back in my day, <laughs> I used to live at the mall. I used to live for shopping. I was always, like, checking to see, like, like, I would, like, when I kid you not, I mean, I had my closet full of stuff, and then I had, like, an entire rack on my wall above my bed that was, like, a two-rack thing full of clothes. Yeah. And now it's like all of my closets like a big. It's like like yeah, like, like two my feet entirety wide. of my closets is big. Yep. So yep. we've come a long way. Yeah, and then not only that too. Um, at that point, so we didn't live together, obviously. Mm-hmm. But uh, my closet. Well, first of all, I had an entertainment center for like a like a TV, and it was just packed full of shit. There was shit underneath my bed. There was shit shoved in the closet that was like waist high. And the only reason it stopped at waist high was because my clothes were above that. And I had clothes that I hadn't wore since I was like 12 years old in that closet. And then I had just shit stacked above the cl- Like my closet was a pretty decent sized closet. And it was just packed to the brim with bullshit. Like the first time I went to your room, I was like, I need to run. He's a hoarder. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it was not. Because it was quote-unquote clean which quote-unquote clean then gives me anxiety now it was clean clutter yeah i had the clutter organized yeah Mm -hmm. it was so much crap it was like an accumulation of 19 years worth of like growing up that i didn't want to get rid of like i never went through stuff and got rid of stuff i had emotional attachment to everything for some reason like i remember at one point i had high heels because Back in the day, like, we used to go to, like, church, and, like, it was a whole event. Like, everyone dressed up, like, perfectly. Like, Mm -hmm. it was a whole show. Um, So you were constantly trying to, like, find new outfits, and it was just, like, kind of, like, the norm. Like, you didn't wear the same thing twice, and, like, you basically just wore high heels and, like, a dress and all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. So I used to have, like, literally high heels in every single color. Now you would not catch me dead in a pair of heels. Like, it's not happening. Um... But yeah, like I used to have 
probably like 40 pairs of shoes and like hundreds of clothes that I never even wore. Jewelry, mm-hmm. which I don't even wear jewelry anymore. But now you're down to 39 since you've been a minimalist. You're down to 39 <laughs> I have two pairs of shoes and nude and black and everything. So I have like when two did, boots. When did tan become nude? It's always been nude. No, it's just tan. It's nude. That's just, it makes it vulgar and I don't like it. <laughs> well, I had nude pairs Why of shoes. Why are my shoes, shoes, quite literally, shoes are the opposite of being naked. I don't know. It's the <laughs> color. It's supposed to like be like your skin color. I don't know. I don't make the Why rules. Why has everything got to be so special? <laughs> I don't know. It used to be called being simple, living a simple life. Now it's minimalism. No, seriously. like <laughs> It's been rebranded and repurposed. Like back in the day, people probably had like three outfits and they just like... They used to call it being poor. Now it's minimalist. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So anyways, all that to say is we've come a long way. Like Bath and Body Works, yeah. first of all. That shit's poison. Don't touch it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's another rabbit hole. But I used to have literally like 30 <laughs> bottles of lotion. And like every time they had a new scent, like I had to go buy it. And mm-hmm. it's like, I never even used it. Yep. Like, why was I buying so much shit? Yeah. Yep. Makeup too. Like I would literally have like, this was back in like the YouTube era where everyone did like the whole like makeup Mm-hmm. beauty blah 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 stuff so mm-hmm. you were constantly like oh my gosh that's cool i need to have it and it's like i'm never gonna wear purple we were eyeliner. very very much in a consumer mindset mm-hmm. and like i gotta have it gotta have it so let's segue that into like what is minimalism to me i feel like we're functional minimalists like we don't have they're unfunctional ones yes because i feel like there's the people that have like two forks two plates two like one pair of shoes like very extreme Mm-hmm. But we're very like, we have stuff, but we're just very cautious of the things that we have, and we don't have stuff that we don't use. Mm-hmm. Or if we do, it's it's something that is sentimental or even it, my sentimental stuff. Like before, I used to have like tons of it, and now I'm down to like one tiny bin. Yeah. So yeah. even with that, it's like I've learned to like let go of stuff that's really not important. Right. Um. No, but to me, minimalism is just like having what you need mm-hmm. and not having stuff that you're never going to use just to buy it. Well, it's not even just the purchasing of it. It's it's the retention of stuff that no longer serves you. Mm-hmm. And like to me, that's been a huge thing for me is like, you know, it's so easy to just let stuff build. And then you look at something and you're like, wow, how long have I had this for? And how many times have I used it? Like, I would rather have the space that it takes up um for something else or for nothing else Mm -hmm. because then it's like for for me like let's say like we'll just call it units i'm gonna say i had a thousand units of stuff in my bedroom when we were dating and i remember it was like it was like one of those things where they were every single part of my room was a different burden for me emotionally. Mm-hmm. And I remember, um, cause you had a pretty clean room when we started dating. Yeah, like your cause room- I had already started this. Like, yeah, like it was probably like the year that we started dating, like a little mm-hmm. before I had already gotten to this like rabbit hole of like yeah. getting rid of stuff that I wasn't using. Mm-hmm. And you forced me to watch the minimalism documentary. Yeah. But even before that, I feel like the biggest thing for me was like as girls and maybe guys too, like, we tend to keep a lot of stuff, like, like outfits for, like, when we go to, like, wedding. Like, every time there's a special event, we have to buy something new. Yeah. Like, if it's a wedding, you can't rewear the dress. You right. can't You can't wear the same outfit twice. Mm-hmm. And I feel like 
that like not constantly purchasing stuff for an event helped me a lot and I feel like the other thing was like I would keep clothes and items that I'd be like oh well, one day I'll fit into this mm-hmm. or like I literally hate wearing the shirt but it's cute and I would like keep it in my closet but it was so uncomfortable I would never touch it again yeah and I feel like that's what really like triggered me to like start minimizing because for me it was it started with clothes it's like I have shoes that literally give me blisters like why am I why am I doing that to myself? Like I won't wear them. Yeah, there's like, a negative thing to wear them. Like yeah. why am I wearing an outfit that I'm constantly like tugging at, like pulling up? Like mm-hmm. like there is no need for me to be uncomfortable in my clothing. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was like I started doing this thing where like I would organize my closet, and every time I wore a shirt that I liked, I would put it at the beginning, mm-hmm. and it was color organized, all matching co- coat handgers. Like you coat, got, coat hangers. Yeah, try that again. <laughs> um, like. It was all organized. Like, my closet was never, like, out of order um, because that's who I am as a person. But I would start wearing a shirt, and if I liked it and I felt comfortable in it, I would put it at the start. And that was, like, the beginning of, like, Mm -hmm. clothes that I genuinely like wearing. Mm -hmm. And if I would wear an (laughs) item, what? I was just remembering my closet was kind of something similar where it was, like, my closet was shaped like a a C or, yeah, I guess the best way would be like a C. And so, like, uh, the sides and, like, even, like, it was really the only clothes I wore were, like, right in the center. Mm -hmm. Everything else was, like, stuff that, like, didn't fit anymore or the way it fit I didn't like or what it was, like, what was on Mm -hmm. the shirt I didn't like. It was literally, like, there was really just, like, 10 to 20 shirts that I wore and everything else was just taking up space. Yeah, that's how it was for me. It's, like, I did wear everything, but it was also to the point where it's, like, I was getting too caught up in, like, what I looked like for other people. Mm Mm-hmm that I stopped caring about like being comfortable. And mm. when that clicked in my head, I was like, okay. So I would like go throughout my life and like I would wear a shirt if it fit, if it fit right, if I liked it and I felt comfortable, I would put it at the beginning. Mm. If I wore a shirt that I hated the fabric because I'm really picky about fabric as I am with everything else in my life. <laughs> mm-hmm. If it was like a, a horrible fabric or if it like was itchy or uncomfortable, I would toss it. Yeah. Well, that, that was a, so what we did um, with my bedroom specifically, because you helped me with this, is we literally went like piece by piece and we pulled everything out of it and we were like, okay, yes or no. Mm-hmm. Like, and you like seriously, it made me like, you, it was almost like a thought exercise because you're like, when's the last time you use this? Does this spark joy in your life? Like right. the whole, like- <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, is, is this just been an emotional baggage? And like, how many trash bags or the crap did we donate to Goodwill and throw away? It was like, just like like 20 trash bags, I believe. I can't remember, but I remember it being a lot. I know I got like really like, I like I was getting rid of stuff as I went along the year, like before we like were really like dating or anything, like before I even mm-hmm. knew you. But whenever I knew we were moving out, like I was moving out, like that's mm-hmm. when it really started. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I went through like everything. I'm talking documents, sentimental stuff, like mm-hmm. my shoes, my clothes. It's like, I'm moving from my room and now I'm sharing a room. Cause we lived at your mom's house. I'm like, we're either gonna have twice the stuff or we're gonna get rid of stuff. Yeah, even it's more. like, yeah. I'm not gonna bring anything that I don't necessarily want into my new life. Mm-hmm. Cause at that point that was like a big, big, big life change for me. Mm-hmm. So I like basically went through everything my medical documents like any paperwork that i was holding on to just to for hold no reason. on to yeah like freaking manuals yeah stuff. And, all like, of, I have this? and all of the stuff that i wasn't sure if i needed to keep or not i just took pictures of it and digitalized it mm-hmm. which saved a lot of like the physical clutter for me um and then like my clothing i had already been going through but it kind of just started like es- not escalating i wouldn't say it like that sounds negative but it started kind of like seeping into other aspects of my life mm-hmm. 
And I think at that point, too, is when, like, all the minimalism things started to happen. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like it was, like, slowly trickling. I probably heard about it somewhere, and I was like, oh, that's not a bad idea. Well, because stuff, it's so easy for stuff to build up. Mm -hmm. Like, so easy. So, like, um, I guess my my best advice to somebody who's even considering doing something like this, if there's something that you have, uh, you know, gives you a little bit of angst, because that's really what it is, Mm -hmm. is the stuff gives you angst. Like, for instance, like, if you have a closet that is just full of crap and you don't even know what's all really in there like take time you know schedule out two three four hours uh, if you paid attention to our scheduling podcast schedule out some time (laughs) and um and actually like pull everything out with the idea that you're only going to put back stuff that adds value to your life like stuff that's like basically good for you and like and then if it's something that's sentimental make sure it's really sentimental because there was sentimental stuff that i didn't get rid of that like i like i can go back and look at it now but it's kind of just stuff that like one day i want to show my children that's yeah. about it and it's not going to mean anything to them it means more to me than it does to them and i feel like there's also different ways to go about it like you can be very extreme about it but now that i've kind of been doing it for so long my closet stays in that same cycle where like mm-hmm. if i wear something i move it to the front at the end of the year stuff i never wore gets um donated i don't throw it away we, we still keep shirts for special occasions too though because like for me i have to have dress shirts but i don't always wear dress shirts yeah i have four dresses that i rotate for like special events mm-hmm. that's it four dresses and all of my shoes match everything in my closet right um and then the other thing that i do that you don't really do because you're not really like like i feel like i'm the one that kind of like takes on like the organizing the house like making sure like mm-hmm. under our sink looks good like stuff that you would never even think about i constantly yeah i'm anyways i constantly have a box of things that i like a little box somewhere in the house where i'm like as i see stuff that i know we're never gonna use i'll put it in there and once it's full i'll donate it yep yeah, oh. yeah. There's a whole meme about that. About it's like <laughs> it just sits in my car anybody for years. else that's a th- no, that's a thrift store person who's got just a pile of stuff that needs to go to the thrift store that's accumulating. We have a pile. Yeah, but I feel like it's also really easy. Like it's things you never think about. Like how many of you like when you open underneath your sink, it's just piled with like products Chaos. and medicine and stuff that you don't even know you own. Something that you you purchased many years ago with the great intention of using it all the time and you never use it. Or same thing with like your pantry, like how much of the stuff in your pantry is expired? Right. How many cleaning products do you have that you're never gonna actually use and it was a one-time item? I feel like your, your house is like a five gallon bucket and every time you bring something in, it's like putting a drop of water in that bucket. If you're not taking water out of that bucket, periodically over time in big scoops you're going to next thing you know your bucket's going to be overflowing and then you're on the episode of hoarders so i think it's important to to take stuff out and really just analyze it i mean actually think about the stuff you have and why you have it because a lot of it's just junk and i just want to speak on well i know we made um things that helped us so we should probably yeah stick we'll to get that into that that was supposed so, to be more of so like her story Huh? Nothing. Keep well, going. we were going in on our story, but yeah. we started going in on other stuff too. So, um, so we've been pretty much doing minimalist to the best that we can. Like, I, I'm better in some of it, some areas than she is, and, and vice versa. Um, so, how it changed my life is it gave me way more mental clarity because it's like a there's like an extra breath of air in your lungs that is for the stuff that you have, and it's almost like so relaxing and like your body gets like energy from having less clutter and less crap and um and then i felt like it gives me more time Mm -hmm. to because there's more mental clarity and i have less stuff like if i need to find just for example if i need to find a hammer 
Like it's super easy to find my hammer if my wife put it where it's supposed to be. It's super easy to find it because I know where it's at because I don't have a bunch of tools that I don't use. You know what I mean? Like everything has got a purpose. Now tools are a little different. You might go years before you use a pair of channel locks and maybe you need to have them anyways in case. But just example like, uh, you know, it's very easy for me to collect hunting stuff. But I really need to like, like I really don't have that much stuff to begin with, but I need to go through some of my stuff soon. Yeah, that's where I feel like that was one of my points. I'm just going to piggyback off of yours. Um, like when it comes to like cleaning, like I feel like the more clutter you have, the more like stuff on the counter, the more like things do you accumulate. If you have to constantly move like five things to put away a pot, like it gets to be very overwhelming to where like chores and just keeping like the stuff that you currently have and use, it becomes like a hassle. So for me, it was more so like the less I have, the less I need to take care of. Mm -hmm. Um, and like, I don't buy stuff that's like a one-time use. I feel like that that just adds clutter. Like when it comes mm-hmm. to your kitchen, like having like a avocado cutter or like like very like specific, Obscure. like mm-hmm. you're only gonna use it for one singular purpose, but you could take two more minutes to use a knife to do the same purpose. Like right. and we don't, now you have one knife that does many many things. Mm-hmm. We don't buy stuff like that. Same thing with like cleaning products. Like I have one multi purpose. I have one disinfectant. Mm-hmm. We have our laundry detergent. Mm-hmm. Like we don't have like five items that can do we don't the have same a cleaner, exact. We purpose. don't have we don't have three cleaners for every room of the house. Yeah. yeah, like and even with like fragrances and stuff like that. Like I stop buying it. Like mm-hmm. I'll use like essential oils if we need to. But mm-hmm. even then, it's like as long as your house is clean, it's not going to smell bad. Right. And two, like think about wiping a table down. Like the less crap that you have mm-hmm. on a table, the easier it is to wipe down. Like if you're having to move fifteen things to wipe down a table. You need to get rid of some things, yeah, I mean, which I need to do. I really need to, now that we're talking about it, like I want to schedule time on our calendar out probably for beginning of January to go through like several different rooms in the house for me. Like probably mm-hmm. I'll do them on different times, but I, I like, and I still don't have a lot of crap, but I know, I know for certain if I go through all the places in my mind, there's stuff I can get rid of because I haven't used it in years. Yeah. And that's, I feel like I'm on a constant rotation because I do more of like, I care more about like everything being organized and perfect and you're just like, it's clean, it's fine. Um, so because I'm constantly like organizing, I'm constantly like looking at like what I can do to make my house more functional. Mm-hmm. I'm constantly like taking stuff out that you probably don't even notice until I need it. <laughs> yeah, but even then, it's like my my rule is like if it's going to cost twenty dollars to replace and I haven't used it in the past two years, it's leaving. Right. Yeah. No, for certain. Now, my next point was the. Or did you did you already say one of your points? Um, it was more so just like the less stuff you have, the less stuff you have to take care of. Mm-hmm. Um, the less time it takes to take care of stuff. Like we can clean our entire house in probably 20 minutes or less. I mean, like it if, depends on the level of cleaning we're doing. I would say we we can probably clean our like much bigger house. Or I say it much bigger, much bigger than our one bedroom, one bath apartment. Mm-hmm. We can clean in the same amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like for me, it was just more so like there's less mental tabs Mm -hmm. open in my mind if i have less stuff that i need to worry about Mm -hmm. Um, because at this point it's just maintaining like dishes every day like vacuum we like to be we also like to be like high um high performance i guess is the Mm -hmm. way you'd say it um i guess i don't know but what i was gonna say is like the first place that we lived in was like 350 square feet it was a like a basically a loft with a separate kitchen and bathroom the first place we were it was your mom's which was just a bedroom i'm talking about the first place when we moved out Mm -hmm. so first place was the bedroom right We, we shared a bedroom together um and so that kept us like 
we have slowly gotten stuff, but we've also been very, like, we have to be very selective about what we bring into our house because we didn't have much space. Mm-hmm. And we had to be very crafty with our space. It's almost like we lived in a camper at first. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was very small. So you had to, like, anything you bought, we bought really, like, we'd buy something that was more expensive, but was smaller and high quality. Um, and that was going to lead into my next point, which is the things you do have, you value more. Wow, it seems like we have the same points. Yeah. Like, you value the things you have way more. So, like, um, like I don't even know. Like, like I've spent a lot of time figuring out the podcast equipment. Like, that's a good example of, like, uh, things that I'm really happy about having the podcast studio the way we do. I mean, it definitely needs to be organized and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But, um, you know, like, all my hunting stuff, the stuff that I do use is, like, super high quality um, and and does is a great tool. I guess that's the thing with guys is we like we like tools. We like things that do things for us. Mm-hmm. And so like the better quality that tool is, the like the more value I get out of it. So that was my next point. Um, mine is similar, same. Um, it changes your mindset, and it's not just about like the stuff that you do have. Like it's not just about like your mindset on like the number of things you have. Like yes, that's like obviously kind of the main point of minimalism is to have less um but it it changes like the amount of things you buy because now you're not only worried about like constantly consuming and constantly buying the next thing that Mm -hmm. tiktok tells you to do or the next thing you see on instagram or tv or whatever or costco yeah like we were literally walking through costco and we were like oh this would be cool i'm like but we have x y and z at home like we don't need it we literally for example we have literally over the past like month and a half because Danielle has been baking more. We've gotten uh, measuring spoons and measuring cups. When I say just got them, I mean like two days ago you got measuring cups and like we saw this set today that would have been perfect at Costco and it was like oh it's only fifteen dollars we should just get it. I'm like wait why are we buying this? We just got these. Mm-hmm. We literally have these. We would just be getting another set of them. I was like this is stupid and put it back. And it's like to anyways so. It changes, like, your mindset on, like, what you're buying as far as, like, when I go food shopping now, like, I'm looking at the ingredients. I'm not just buying items just to buy. Mm -hmm. When I go buy makeup, I have one foundation, one concealer, one mascara. But you barely use makeup. Well, that too. But it's, like, when I do purchase makeup, I'm purchasing really high quality, really good ingredient products. That you feel good about. When I'm purchasing clothing, first of all, I buy everything secondhand because I hate, 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 hate. The mass production of stuff for it to just end up in a landfill so i'd rather mm-hmm. just reuse something that's already been created and fix it myself mm-hmm. um so with that as well it's like i'll buy something that it's missing a button or something it's like i know how to sew i can mend and make do yeah and it's like a lot of the times like so many people will like have like a rip on their shirt and okay it's trash yeah it's like pick up a needle and thread and fix it like or their washer for example for us like uh, our washer the other day was not draining water and most people would be like, oh, it's time for a new one. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but I went on YouTube, watched an eight minute long video, and I went and fixed our washer. Like, I have so much pride in like the things that we do have. And like, we take really, really good care of what we have for that same reason, because we know that, hey, like, it's been what, seven years, and we just now got a blender. Just now got a, a, a nice blender. We've had we, a blender, but it sucked. We had like, no, we did not have a blender. We had one of those like individual cup, like to make smoothies. What would you call that though? 
a smoothie blender. A smoothie blender. But we didn't have a real blender. We didn't have a real Um, blender. And yes, it's annoying because if you're ever blending like a lot of stuff, it's like you got to do it two, three times to get the amount that you want. But it's like it it works. And it still wouldn't, wasn't that good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It worked. So we, it, it's something that we've just learned that not only like did minimalism change like our overall, like what we have, it changes like Mm-hmm. the consumption of what we do yeah. so like we're not just buying stuff to buy stuff if i go shopping i'm looking for something that's going to stay in my life for the next 10 years i'm not buying something for something that i'm going to get over in like a week like i don't buy trendy items same thing with like our home why do you look at me like that no i was thinking I'm okay. sorry. i didn't look at you like anything <laughs> i was like, I was, like looking what? off to think i was like trying to think about something trendy to call you out on but no, right. same thing with like our home like when we decorate like yes we have decorations do we need pictures on the walls no do we technically need five chairs when it's just the two of us? No. Yeah. But we bring stuff into our house that we're going to keep for forever. Like and then we, we like, mm-hmm. yeah, we don't have a chair that neither of us sit in. All the, all, like, everything we have, we sit in. Yeah. Like, well, like, yeah, like the hammock, the, the rocking chair, the uh, sectional, all that stuff. So it kind of just, like, affects, like, how our house looks, how, like, everything we buy. Same thing to, like, the products for, like, cleaning, yeah. like, everything. Any- like, we're more focused on, like, the quality. Mm-hmm and what it does for us now than just purchasing something because it's quick and easy and that leads into my next one which is it's easier to budget with and it's so it's better for your finances to do this stuff because like so when i say it's better for your finances so you we talked about how you'll spend a little bit more money to buy the higher quality thing but you're buying less things it is better to buy something that is not on sale because you budgeted for it and to get like like for example um too many people are like, oh, it's on sale. I need it. I'm saving money because I, I need to buy it now. And I'm of the mindset like, yes, that's great. However, um, if you weren't ready to buy it at that time, that's why they do it. It's an emotional purchase mm-hmm. at that point. And it's like, you know, it's it'd be better to buy it when you're ready to buy it and spend a little bit more extra money because it'll make you value that thing even more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of like where we're at now. Like, I don't buy... Like, if I'm buying a pair of shoes, I'm not going to buy a crappy pair of shoes. I'm looking right. at the quality. I'm looking at the at the material it's made point. of. I'm looking at how, like, I'm looking down to, like, the stitching of the shoes. Well, yeah, because I keep, same thing, though. I keep my shoes for a long time. Like, I don't just go mm-hmm. and buy, like, cheap shoes somewhere. Like, I make sure that the shoes I buy are, like, a reputable brand that makes good quality shoes that at least last me two years mm-hmm. because I'm going to have it for two years. Yeah, and it's, like, it sucks because it's, like, you're also, like, seeing stuff, like, on social media. I feel like that's, like, a big part of, like, mm-hmm. TikTok made me do it or I saw it on Instagram and I just Mm -hmm. like the whole like influencer like thing that's going on right now. Um, I feel like it's really easy because even I'll find myself and I'll see like a product and I like open it and I'm like 10 minutes into like looking at this product. I'm like, wait, why the hell do I need this? Right. So I feel like that's just kind of like not letting other people take control of your life and Mm -hmm. you're actually like being thoughtful with every purchase. You're being intentional. You're not just buying stuff that's going to end up in a landfill. It's all it's all stuff is unless it's got em, like it, unless it's got an actual emotional attachment to it that you give a shit about like sentimental stuff or like pictures and mm-hmm. stuff like that like if it's not that it's going to be it's going to be used as a tool mm-hmm. does that tool do its job and do it well you know what i mean yep. cuz like i have a pair of shoes that i can i know for certain are in our closet right now that i i, I am genuinely 
like sure i will not wear them again if i do it'll be like a one-off thing Good why do i keep them? exactly exactly after this <laughs> right well, exactly it's just it's like i'm i need to go through my stuff again too but like even if someone was to like come over and see how much stuff i i i guess do have they would think like wow you don't really have that much stuff and it's like no it's not that i don't have much stuff it's that i only keep the stuff that i use mm-hmm. like if it, it's easy to accumulate stuff it's hard to get rid of stuff think about politicians think about our laws we have so many laws that are the same way we need a minimalist law society too we need to we need a department to go through the get rid of old laws that are outdated and i think that that's the problem too is it, well just to speak on it it happens in more than one area mm-hmm. it's easy to accumulate crap over time and you don't use it how you do one thing affects everything so like for example how we maintain our house my phone i don't have any apps on my phone that i do not use right same or if I don't you do have, they they i have a very minimalist phone too it's literally all on one page yeah it's, it's like, like half a page it's it's kind of starts going into everything like it doesn't just stop at that like at work like i don't have clutter like if right. i'm not using it i don't have it right it everything i do because of how we handle our home and our like materialistic life everything i do from then on is simple yeah from our car like we don't oh my car's a mess but whatever yeah. but we don't keep like trash and like crap we're never going to use on a regular mm-hmm. basis in our car like right it just starts to go into everything else um yep. and then well not only that too it's just like um like you said like it, it travels into the other things mm-hmm. like our kitchen we don't we try not to keep crap that we don't use mm-hmm. we, same thing on my phone like i don't have a bunch of stuff like you said like on my computer i try and go through and get rid of crap over time because it it's stuff accumulates and if you don't get if you don't take time to unaccumulate things then it hobbies then builds up. i feel like hobbies are a big one like you start a new hobby and you buy all these supplies for it and then it's something you're never going to use again but you just keep it and it's mm-hmm. like it started with one thing it's like and now oh you, you remember have, when i used to paint <laughs> yeah and now you have like 10 different materials for 10 different hobbies that you're never going to touch again it's like and give paint, it to someone the paint goes bad the way i see it it's like if i'm not using it and someone else is going to get more joy out of it let them have it right like, I don't need to hold on to it just to make myself feel better when I can just reorder whatever I was working on if I ever right. wanted to go down that road again. Right. Yep. So my next point, I don't know if you, I kind of- I went back. through all three of mine. I've got, uh, the other list was how it was hard for me to overcome. My next point, it's you start to be content with your life. Yeah. Um, Ooh, gratefulness. Yeah, it starts to, like, we live in such a, like, consumer- society where it's like we're constantly being told what we need we're constantly being told like what we need to do what's gonna make us like feel better people or like everyone's wearing like lululemon so now i have to wear lululemon or it's like everyone's wearing like x y and z so now i have to get x y and z and it's like once you start realizing like the stuff that you have like we are so freaking lucky to be able to choose what clothing we wear right like, we are so freaking lucky to be able to even, like, decide that, oh, you know what? I don't want to eat chicken for dinner. I want beef. Or, or like, or that you can go, you know what? Uh, this morning, I'm going to go for a run. I have an outfit for that. And then after that, I've got an outfit for mowing the yard. And then after that, I have an outfit for, like, just being comfortable mm-hmm. around the house. And then after that, I have a bed, a bed outfit. So, like, there's four outfits in one day. You know and what I'm mean? like, I literally came from, like, dirt floors. And now I have, like, all of these things. And it's, like you get so caught up in what everyone else outside of you and your house really need that you start to basically feel like you're you don't have enough you you don't make enough money you don't have enough clothes you don't have the highest quality like 
like brand that everyone yeah. else is wearing and it's like this goes back to that comparison is mm-hmm. the thief of joy you yeah. stop comparing yourself once you realize that the less stuff you actually need to function the less stuff you actually need in your life the happier you are right well you, you that's the other thing too is like so many people measure success by the amount of materialistic things that people mm-hmm. have or the number in their bank account and they don't measure it by their happiness and if you're religious there's that bible verse that says that you can't accumulate treasures on earth and if you really think about it, when you die, you're not going to take any of this with you. Right. So what does it matter what brand shirt you wear? What does it matter how many pairs of shoes you have? Like, like if you're constantly spending hours a day just taking care of your stuff mm-hmm. and you don't have time to like actually enjoy what you have, that's kind of where you should maybe reevaluate if you really need all of the stuff that you think you need. Right. Yeah. Beautiful. Yep. So the things that made minimalism hard for me, uh, I'm just going to go straight down my list, okay? Okay. Uh, Throwing things away that I might need one day. That was like a huge thing where like you had to really prompt and not pressure me, but prompt me on that question when it'd be like, when are you going to use this? Or when's the last time you use this? And I'd have to look at it and I'd have to really think about it. Like, I I don't remember. So it's like, if you don't remember, it's probably been a year and a half, Mm -hmm. two years at least. And it was like, and then how many times did you use it before that too? It's like, can't you just buy this again? This is a $12 thing. If you need it, just buy a new one. It's not worth the, the mental mental uh, attachment to it. And can I just add something real quick to that? Yeah. Um, for me, because that was actually hard at first too, because it's like I spent X, Y, and Z on whatever item. Like You feel like you're losing value when you get rid of it. You do. So what I started doing is like I would have like a section or like whatever, like if I'm in the, in like the kitchen or my clothes or whatever it is and i would have a section of stuff that i'm not ready to throw away yet but i consciously know that i haven't worn it in the last year so it stays in a specific spot if i if it stays in that spot by the time next year comes Mm -hmm. it's it's out right so it's like you don't have to force yourself to get rid of it that instant but you're also aware that it's something you're not going to use so just give it a second shot and if you still haven't worn it in that time period you're probably never going to use it yeah my next one was um stuff that is half sentimental uh, and it's hard to get rid of. So what we did, because I had a lot of sentimental stuff uh, that had built up, and we basically made a pile of sentimental stuff, and then I like ranked it, where it's like extra sentimental, kind of sentimental. And then we made two different piles, and then I went through each pile again, and it was like, okay, this stuff I really do want to keep. Here's mm-hmm. the stuff that, like, okay, here's two things that are really sentimental from the same point of my life, which one is more important? You don't need both of them. There's that, that's just being like, oh, there's an orange one and a blue one. I need to keep the <laughs> orange one. You know what I mean? Um, so that was kind of like how we did that is you have to like whittle away. It's like, it's almost like if someone forced you to get rid of gun to the head, forced you to get rid of stuff, what would you get rid of? Mm-hmm. And then just do that. Like it, clearly most of the stuff that people have is just excess and, and it's not needed. Take a picture of it. Like if it's something you're really not, ready to like mm-hmm. but you also know that it's not really that sentimental like just take a picture of it yeah so the next one i have is getting rid of clothes despite not wearing them so this one was really hard for me because i'm like oh well that's you know this shirt blah 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 blah, blah that i bought for da 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 and i never wear it or this shirt's like i like the shirt itself but i don't like how it fits on me and i would just end up keeping a bunch of shirts that i didn't need so quick tip and a hack on that one is take all your coat hangers the way you hang them normally and hang them back hang them uh the opposite direction so if you hang them like forward where the hook goes over do it the other way where the hook comes under bugs me Uh, well we we did that 
uh, at first, and it's like, okay, set a timeline. Three months, six months, a year, whatever it is. And whenever you do laundry, you hang the stuff back up the correct way. And then at the end of that time period, look at how many clothes are facing opposite direction and be like, okay, you haven't worn these in a year. What's the likelihood? I mean, you could still just go through them again and be like, which ones of these might you need for like, you know, a dress shirt or something like that? Like I don't wear dress shirts that often, Mm -hmm. but I still have to have some for special occasions. Um, But it's like, how many do I need? Do I need six or do I need really just need like two? Exactly. Because, like, how many am I going to wear in a row? Maybe on a weekend, worst case scenario, I maybe could wear three dress shirts. And it's like, why can't I just wash the first one from mm-hmm. the first night again? You know what I mean? So, um, that one was really hard for me. But that one was probably one of the most relieving ones was cleaning out my closet. Mm-hmm. That was one of the ones where I felt like, I'm a fucking minimalist. You know what I mean? Look at, look at me being grateful for the things I have. And then it makes you, it's almost like all of the energy and mental space that those clothes you never wore took. It's like you fold those, that, that same energy on top of the ones you do wear. So it's like you, you go from liking a shirt, like two out of 10 that you wear regularly, like a two out of 10. And then when you get rid of all the other stuff, it's like, now I like this, like an eight or a nine out of 10 because this is my shirt like i like it even more i don't i don't know how to explain it but it's almost like you like the shirt just 15 times more than you were than you liked it before you when you had all the other clutter you could i guess you can appreciate it more mm-hmm. next point no, that was my points okay that was my three points my turn if i can log into my phone um some things are harder to do just because you don't have the convenience of buying like a one-time item um for example like like the kitchen stuff like cooking sometimes it's a little bit more difficult because we don't have like all of these gadgets that can take something that takes five minutes and turn it into like a one minute thing but it's like we also don't have the space to store all that Mm -hmm. um same thing with like cleaning like i feel like there are i there are products out there that are like super like strong that maybe would like save me on time as far as like cleaning like the shower or like Mm -hmm. certain stuff that get really like grimy over time um so it does become a little bit like you have to put in more effort to mend and make do with what you do have than if you just bought a product that would like strip everything in like five seconds right um because you don't need a you don't need a cleaner for every individual different surface in your house like all you really need is a disinfectant and multi-purpose stuff but maybe like the multi-purpose cleaner that you're using it's going to take you a couple more wipes to get the same thing done right um and I feel like a lot of that too is like we've gotten into this mindset of like trying to reduce the number of toxins in our house. Yeah. Um, and sometimes like the organic cleaners or like the non-toxic stuff, it's not as intense because it doesn't have all those harsh chemicals that yeah. it just makes like cleaning a little bit harder. You're going down. You're going off on a tangent on the cleaners right now. No, but it's like it's <laughs> not just that. I'm just talking about like in general, like like clothing like it is easier to just throw away a shirt than it is to take out like a needle and thread and fix whatever was wrong with it mm-hmm. um it's easier to like depending upon what shirt it is and how much you value mm-hmm. that shirt yeah yeah like if a button rips i feel like it is easier to just throw it away and get a new one but it's also like that's money that you're wasting when you could just take out a needle and thread and it does take time to do mm-hmm. um than if you just bought a new one like i feel like it's just that mend and make do where it's like you have to put in a little bit more effort to get more life out of the stuff that you do have you have to put in a little bit more effort so you're not constantly buying like one-time use things mm-hmm. um that that to me was something difficult 
can I can I mention something real quick while I'm thinking about it before, mm-hmm. before I forget it? I mean, if you just took the mentality of your stuff is like employees for your life, it's like at a certain point you only need a certain number of employees to do the job. If you have an overinflated place where there's just a bunch of stuff hanging around that is taking e- emotional funds from you, it's like take take inventory of everything you have and what you actually need to do the jobs that you're doing uh, in your everyday life. So look at your stuff like it's employees because mm-hmm. you don't want to have you want to have just the right number of employees. You don't have too little employees and you don't have too many employees. You need just the right amount and only you as the individual can determine that. But ninety nine percent of the time, most people have too many employees doing the job. That, that needs to be done. I was going to say it's a very individual thing because uh, there are people out there that live out of a backpack. Like, that's right. all they have. Like, everything fits in a backpack, which is great. We're not those people. There's also people that are We like, definitely have, though. On our honeymoon, we were gone for two weeks oh, yeah, and we, both, we, we had, like, a carry-on. When we go traveling, we don't take a lot because we know we don't need to. Like We buy most of the stuff there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like it's just very individual to the person what minimalism means to you. That, that's mm-hmm. why I say, like, we're a functional minimalist because, yes, we have <laughs> stuff. We have, like, extra plates. Like, we have, like, a whole, like, china set. Like, mm-hmm. things that we don't necessarily use on a regular basis, but we do get use out of it. Right. Um, and to other people, like, having, like, more plates than what the two of us need mm-hmm. may seem excessive, but it's, like, we use them. We have people over. Like, we do things. Um, right. So, it's, like, that that's only defined by you like if you only want to have two pairs of shoes versus like two mm-hmm. pairs of shoes for every occasion like right. it just kind of depends on who you are as a person and what you're comfortable with right um my next thing is like you can kind of get carried away with the mentality of getting rid of stuff like the decluttering process because i found like i did that at first where it's like at first what mm-hmm. do you mean like when i first like when i you, really no, i'm saying you just like you're not carried away with it anymore <laughs> I, I feel like I, I think didn't know about you got it, over that. <laughs> I feel like I think about it more than you do. Um, but you can get really carried away and just like getting rid of stuff where it's like, this doesn't have to be done overnight. Like, slow down. I feel like that was one of the mistakes that I did when I first started. It's like, I just got rid of it and I went into like, all of my clothes has to be like these specific colors. And now I'm like, and no. For, and then you started forcing it on me too. And I'm like, hey, I'm not at the same spot as yeah. you. I'm not at the same spot as you. Like, I don't need to get rid of my nightstand and just charge my phone, mm-hmm. you know, on the other side of the house. Like, just chill. <laughs> I never said that. No, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's very easy when someone feels so strongly about something to just being like, oh my God, you're wasting your life if you're da 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 Yeah, and yeah. that's like something that like with time and just like growing up, you kind of realize that every person's in their own spot. Um, mm-hmm. But for me, it was just like doing it too quickly. Um, like I had a specific vision of what minimalism meant to me, mm-hmm. which wasn't fitting to what our life was actually like. Like, ideally, I'd like to have a dining room table and nothing else. But (laughs) that's not realistic because that's not who we are as people. And we live in our house. Like, we use everything in our house. Um, So, it's just coming to terms with, like, you don't necessarily need to have five things when you, in reality, like, your life is going to be a lot easier if you have ten things. Mm -hmm. Um, So, that to me was one of the things that I did at first that I felt like was kind of, like, too much. Um, just getting rid of everything that I thought I didn't need, but in reality, like it made our life easier. So I then had to repurchase some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing, this is going to be my next point for me, at least it's like a constant thing. Like you can't just 
declutter once and then never think about it again because stuff accumulates over time. Yeah, it's definitely something you have to, so to do on like, a regular basis. Yeah, so it's like not necessarily like a daily thing. I'm not thinking about this on a regular basis because we've been doing this for the past seven years that we've just kind of like figure out systems and everything in our house as far as like when to go through things. But mm-hmm. um, it's a constant thing. It's like you do like the big like declutter and like get rid of like the majority of stuff that you don't use and then throughout your life you're like you go shopping you find this really cute thing and you start adding or you like get gifted stuff like that's a big one like we get gifted stuff all the time where it's like brands that i won't use or things that i won't use or like items that we already have that are just duplicates and it's like you're having to like realize that like just because someone gave it to me doesn't mean i need to um keep it um but it does start accumulating over time like your medicine Mm-hmm. Like when you're sick, you don't know you're going to get sick and that stuff just comes in without you realizing it. And it's something that you're never going to need again. And if you do, you're not going to, you're not going to use the medication that's expired from two years ago. Um, so it's just like a constant ongoing thing. Like we're constantly having to like go through our, our pantry, our medicine, our clothes. Like it's just an ongoing issue, which I mm-hmm. feel like can be hard at times, but we've gotten into the rhythm where it's like, we just do it as we go which seems easier than like to dedicate a whole day to it um like if i see something that i know or like i go to grab something and it's like i see something i haven't used in a year okay toss it if i go to like measure something we have two measuring spoons like get rid of one like right it just become like a habit to keep, us where we don't think higher, about it and keep the higher quality one mm-hmm. yeah that's yep. one thing that i feel like we've started like we've gotten to the point where it's like we have everything we need so now we're only like once things break we're replacing it with really good quality stuff which i feel like it's awesome that we're even at a point that we can do that we even like hand wash our dishes Mm because it takes better better care of the stuff like our electric bill might not be the cheapest thing in the world because of it but our stuff is lasting us longer and it doesn't get destroyed by the dishwasher like air drying certain items that we buy for clothing it's Mm -hmm. like it's like you learn to really appreciate the stuff you have and you learn to be happy with like what you are fortunate enough to have in your life right and you learn to take really good care of that stuff so it lasts you a really long time yeah it's been it's been super beneficial Mm -hmm. for for us i mean i feel like it it has given me time and energy to focus on other things that that are the real important things that you get value out of with life yeah i feel like i I don't think if if i would ever been a minimalist that i would have ever had a podcast i don't think that i would ever be able to do jujitsu and the podcast like i feel like i would have one hobby and it would probably just be hunting because that was the one that I would I started first, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't I wouldn't have the energy to do anything else because it had just too much crap around here, and you know it would uh, you know just take too much of our time. I feel like that's the biggest thing for me as well. It's just like you get so much more free time. Mm-hmm. Like I can actually sit down and read a book. Like yep. I don't know. It it's just so beneficial for everyone in their life. Like even if you don't go extreme, like there's definitely stuff that you probably have that you're not going to need. Yeah. So just kind of like keep it in the back of your mind as you're going through your life. Like God, it feels so good letting go of something. It does. Like overcoming that that mental thought of like I need it, I have to have it, and and then you actually like do like a thought exercise of like do I really need this? And when's the last time I used it? And the next thing you know, you're like you get rid of it, and you're like wow, I like part of my like negative emotions went with it like it just feels so good to have gotten rid of that it feels good too that it's like like a sense of accomplishment yes we live in a house and we have like plenty of room for everything but it's also like if we decided tomorrow live in an rv like let's do it right 
Like you get so much more freedom because you're not tied down to things. Yeah, and too many people are their things have them in mm-hmm. multiple ways, budget wise and just Debt? general. Like, well, so many people are like, we need a bigger house. Our house is too small. And you and I have discussed like, this isn't the biggest house by square footage in, mm-hmm. at all. And we're almost like, this is like too much, too much for just two people. But it's big enough to like potentially raise kids in one day. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just feel like it's 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 just a different mindset shift. And I feel like we we have things because that's really what people want is they want to have things but the things we have are not materialistic Mm -hmm. i mean we do have materials don't get us wrong and they're nice but they're they're tools that let us live our lives Mm -hmm. and give us the experiences like if our house were to burn like we like yes it would really suck but at the same time we don't have that emotional attachment to our stuff everybody would would take their pictures everyone would take their pictures or the things that give and then we just rebuy the things that allow them to do the things even like all the pictures that was like a big fear of mine because like obviously like growing up like it was all like physical pictures like i spent an entire day digitalizing all of my pictures And now all of my brothers have it and it's something that we can like oh like remember that one time and you pull it up and it's on your phone yep so okay minimalism it's great let's do bring it. it home um do it yeah, in your get, own way get, get, do and do it as like a sample size if you have like one room that you everyone's got this room that you know is just bothering you the clutter like, room the clutter drawer the the everyone at least i grew up with what we would call like a junk drawer go through your junk drawer and see how much that junk you really even need you don't even have a junk drawer not anymore yeah because you know, we get rid of our junk but everything we, has a spot yeah um but i would say go through it um you know find that that one area in your house and go through it and minimalize it if you can watch documentary on it on netflix or you know on you excuse me on youtube um and just see how freeing that one corner of your life or your home or everything feels and then realize that that could be your entire home and it and it's like a snowball effect that one little snowball of like oh we did that small little area can be your whole home which just is like you get flood with endorphins of greatness whenever you do that like it's just great yeah just live simple be humble and like really mm-hmm. think about what stuff is taking up your time and your space yep and um and we hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the podcast um uh, drop a like uh subscribe if you're not already subscribed um you know follow the podcast instagram uh, if you have any ideas for topics, send those to us in Instagram via the mm-hmm. podcast Instagram or either of our personal Instagrams. Um, we'd love to hear from you guys. And yeah, I mean, yeah. like, subscribe, show us, show us some love. Um, you know, I see that you guys are listening, so it would be kind of cool to hear from some of you guys. Yeah, so if you have any cool. ideas, n- nothing is going to be a stupid idea. So uh, just reach out to us and we'd love to hear from you guys. So um Thanks again, Danny, and we'll see you guys next week. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. This episode of Somehow We're Adults is over, but if you'd like to support the podcast, you can subscribe to one of the levels of the Patreon, where we will release bonus episodes that can't be found anywhere else. Any of the money that we get from the Patreon would be used to upgrade old equipment as well as get new gear so that we can make the best podcast for you to tune into. You can also follow the podcast Instagram at Somehow We're Adults, where I share clips and content about the podcast, and the link in the bio will take you to any of the Somehow We're Adults pages. I encourage you to check out another one of the episodes if this is your first time listening, and if you're a repeat listener, thank you for your support. I love making the podcast, and I hope you tune in for future episodes of Somehow We're Adults.